switched my chair. This is a little wobbly. You got a wobbly one? No, I don't think that's the normal chair for this spot. I saw this funny on uh, Instagram. This dude's gonna sit down. Parentally <laughs> steals the chair out from under him, and he falls, and he kicks up the table, and just all the food goes flying <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I saw one. Oh, I think they're called Tic Tacs. My kids watch these, and I don't know if it's good that I let them watch Tic Tacs or not, but. Um, Dude, they're TikTok. TikTok, man. TikTok. Come yeah. on. This guy comes Chinese in. Chinese taking over through TikTok. His buddy has his headphones on. He's on the computer. These guys are like 20-year-olds, you know? And he's playing some gaming game, like into this game. His buddy comes in, and he's in one of those, one of those uh, office chairs. So he has a stick. He shoves it through <laughs> underneath. I've seen this. He saw yeah, it, so he's stuck, that. and then he... He pies him in the face. <laughs> and he tries to get up, and he can't get up. <laughs> he can't up. get up, and he falls over because the chair's stuck to him. That was great. People are clever, I dude. watched that thing over and over, and I was like, this is hilarious. That is funny, dude. That is funny. I want to be funny. Uh, My wife, you she, are funny. she loves to sneak around the house and like hide around corners and scare people. Yeah. Usually I'm pretty good, but she's got me a couple times the last few days. I gotta pretend like it doesn't get me, but yeah, you just play it off like yeah. you're too cool. Yeah, I saw you. <laughs> so Candace loves scaring people too, but she doesn't like it when it comes back to her. <laughs> That's the best. Though. <laughs> oh, the scaring best. people is funny. You know, so I remember when we first started dating, my wife had the hiccups. You know, there's different ways to get rid of hiccups. What's your favorite way? Um, I hold my breath. Hold your breath. Yeah, that's usually what I do. Trying to hold my breath and suppress it like I do my emotions. It usually <laughs> works great. So, um, some people drink water. Yeah. But my wife, for whatever reason, couldn't get rid of the hiccups. And I heard you could scare the hiccups out of people. Yeah, scare them right out of them. So, we're driving in a car, and out of nowhere, I just lean over to her. And I'm like, ah! She got so mad at me. She was like, why did you do that? And I was like, do you have your hiccups? She's like, no. <laughs> Were you driving? No, she was driving. <laughs> oh, okay, that's very safe. <laughs> but her hiccups were gone, man. Yeah. Totally worked. I noticed, like, speaking of your wife driving, does she drive a lot? Dude, I love it when she drives. I do, too. I love it when your wife drives. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, full disclosure, she's probably a better driver than me. Okay. And I don't say that to be less of a man, but I, I don't know where that takes me well, except for being less a man? than a man. Right. Does it make you a man to be a good driver? I don't know if it does. I've been in more accidents, right? Um, honestly, I like to be able to work while she drives. Um, if we go on trips, I usually start out the driving. It's usually how it goes. But um, around town... Especially if we're in the nice car. Yeah. So she gets the nice car. I get the crappy car. My kids often say, Dad, you got to get a new car. I need to turn this off. That's so rude. But um, she's usually the one that drives just going around. Yeah, because when stuff. I see you, when we meet up or whatever, she's always driving. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. I like when Candace drives. Here's what usually happens. When we're going somewhere and it's the daytime and we're going as a family, she drives. When it's nighttime, she'll just get in the passenger seat. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't like driving in the dark, and I figured that out from watching her actions. 
but it's just like something she will automatically do. Mm-hmm. She will drive to a place, and if it's dark when we get out, she just gets in the passenger it's side. It's like, hey, your turn, buddy. Yeah. yeah. And I don't care. Lights we, are dark. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But. We switch off, but I do like it when she drives more. I think it's interesting that, that and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like men have, when there's men and women, men always typically drive. Yeah. Which I think is weird. It's like, what, what, what okay. role is that? Like, Especially like our parents' age. My yeah. dad always drove. Like I, my mom drove when my dad wasn't there, but yeah. if he was there, he's driving. Um, but funny story, my wife was cutting my mom's hair because my wife cuts some hair sometimes. Um, and my dad came over and I was going to go to lunch with my dad while my wife took care of my mom's hair. And the car was low on gas. And my dad's like, are you going to be okay to my mom filling up with gas? So, like, my parents' whole marriage, my dad has always filled up the gas tank. Like, I've never seen my mom fill up her gas tank. And so, like, that was one of the things my wife was like, doesn't your mom know how to fill up her own gas tank? I'm sure she does. But as the man of the house, like, that was his thing. Hey, I'm filling up the gas tank. That is so interesting, and I wonder if that's how it was, because I'm pretty sure that's how my dad was. His thing was the cars. Always took care of the cars, cleaning, yeah, filling up the tanks, and the yard. That's it. Yeah. Besides that, he watched TV and hung out. <laughs> but no, he his thing was the cars. And I wonder if that was a thing that the kind of they were raised, the guys do this. I bet it was, man. But now everything's kind of changed. Over the last 30 years, a lot has changed. For sure. Um, basically all through our lifetimes, uh, we've seen so much change with with all kinds of things and with responsibilities and roles. Now, I still open the door for Candace. I still think it's a, that's an appropriate thing to do. And she Not enjoys me, it. I don't. I <laughs> you don't did. open the door for Candace? <laughs> no, I never. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told my wife when we were dating, I was like, don't be one of these stupid, because I would see these girls like sit in, when they're dating. They're sitting in the passenger seat and wait till their date or boyfriend or whatever walks around and opens the door for them. I'm like, what are you? Some kind of lazy sack of crap? <laughs> I get wanting to show love and yeah, affection yeah. and respect towards your spouse. Totally on board for anything. But I like ain't that. opening the door. But if you're waiting for me to walk around, you're you're not even trying to get out. What are you like, don't be weak. I don't want no weak woman. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yes. Not gonna, I don't want somebody that waits in life for things to happen to them. Like, make <laughs> things happen. Open your own door. That's so like I kind of set the precedent, precedence. And now, now when I do open her door, she's like, oh, wow. Oh, thank oh. you. Thank you, Craig. Yeah, exactly. Chivalry's gone. Yeah, I know, I'm it's terrible, dude. Gone. There's no more. Sorry. No more chivalry. Equal rights. That's more important. Oh, oh man. No, I made a joke the other day. About my wife being my chauffeur. <laughs> yeah. Which nice. is nice. Like I said, nice, I brought that up because you could get so much done as a passenger. Dude, and in our business where you're getting calls and texts. Emails. Driving becomes a distraction, man. Yeah. It is so nice. Uh, I love being a passenger. Yeah. Um, it's Because it, like I said, you just get so much more done. Um, I, I wish I had a driver that drove me everywhere. You know, he just pulls up, I get in the back That's seat. when you know you made it, man. When you got your oh, private yeah. jet and your driver. Point. Should we get to that point? <laughs> yeah, Let's just, just do it. Just hire someone. 
Oh, man. Get one of those sweet, uh, not a limousine. Now what's the cool thing is those uh, those vans, those like uh, cargo vans. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the big 15 passengers. Yeah, dude. You can have snacks back there yeah. and just chill. You can put, put a little bed in the back. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. The, big, the big Mercedes ones that have like oh, the, yeah. the campers in them. Yeah, Yeah, man. My cousin has one you of those. You can stand up in those. Yeah. Fully stand up. My cousin's awesome. Um, he he owns a plumbing company. Um, shout out to JB Water. <laughs> but but he's got he's got this sweet Mercedes van just like that. Okay. And my cousin's not a big dude, and his wife is a really tiny lady, and she drive and it's like lifted and it's got like big tires on it. So it's cool because I re always recognize them when they're driving around town and and this little. His wife, this little lady, is just driving it around. <laughs> so I'm like, Probably dude, big van, bad A. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Has the rack on top of the spare tire up there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> those are cool. Um, I got a couple friends that have those actually, and they're pretty cool. Yeah. A little bit jealous, but at the same time, not because I don't want to park one of those. I don't have a problem yeah. parking a suburban. Suburbans, for some reason, have a great turning radiuses, and I could park my wife's suburban like. Like driving a car, um, my truck's a whole different story, and and I think it's the difference between Ford and and not a good turning GM. radius. In no, it? my truck has a horrible turning radius. Really? Yeah, but her her her. You've got the same car. You have a Yukon. Mm -hmm. I mean, that thing can turn. Yeah, you just turn and park. It's like a car. We actually really like that car, man. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. nice. Yeah, I'm I, right there with you. I think it's a great vehicle. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been we've liked it. It's good stuff, dude. Yeah. Hey, any pet peeves this week? I do have one I want to share. Okay. This is kind of a long one. And I don't know if I've shared this before, but my kids go to this doctor's office. And I haven't been, it's not like I just went there last week. I was just thinking about it the other day. It frustrates me still. They go to this doctor's office. It's not a small doctor's office. People know about it. I can mention it and people know what doctor's office is. A lot of people take their kids here. First things first, you go to the doctor's office, there's a door that says a, a sick door and a well door, okay? Yes. So you open the doors and you go in and it's the same room. <laughs> and I'm like, so what are we doing? Are we just watching the handles, like washing one a little more than the other? You know what I mean? And then you walk in, you go to the same receptionist and it's the same room. All that split is this tiny, maybe three foot long wall, four foot long wall. And then the rest is the same room. And I'm like, so what, what are we doing here? Like, what are we splitting these kids up for? And then the problem we have with this doctor's office, I know doctor's offices make money. This place hasn't been remodeled or touched in years. It's disgusting. And I'm, I'm a little OCD, I'll be honest with you. We go into the back room and there is dirt on the walls, like, like in the texturing of the, of the drywall, mm, yeah, yeah. there's like dirt on top. And I'm like, this is disgusting. Like, can you guys come in here? And again, it's a little bit of my OCD, but it's like, can't you guys like clean this a little bit? Like spend at least 15 minutes after, after the end of the day cleaning? Sounds like they need to hire some new cleaners, man. Dude, and, and then and then just the fact how everything is outdated. I mean, they still have the same pictures on the wall from when I was a kid. <clears throat> it's like, hey, it's time to kind of, you know, we don't need to see the inside of the ear anymore. Like maybe something a little bit different. <laughs> So your pet peeve is dirty doctor's offices? Dude. And, and we're still going in the doctor's office, and the first thing you do, you take a pen, and you sign that you're there. Like, 
Can we have like a computer that just clicks? What's your name? I, I'm Jared. Okay, click. Thank you for coming in. You're in the system. No. Can you put your name, the time, and whether your insurance has changed? You know what I mean? I'm literally writing on a piece of paper. Old school, man. I don't get it. I just don't get why we can't move forward. Does it have something to do with like, no, literally they hand wrote it. They are here. Is it something like legally? I doubt it. I doubt it, man. It's just some some of these guys. They've been doctoring for years, and they're just used to it. Change. He's like, I got <coughs> T minus five years till I retire. I ain't spending time to remodel this sucker. You know, <laughs> that's gotta be it. They were in there from the beginning, and they're not just gonna. They're not gonna change it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <coughs> but I thought my, one of my other thoughts was, well, maybe they don't do it because. But they also, have to shut down. isn't that kind of a hygiene thing? Yeah. But I guess. A doctor doesn't care if you're sick. That's where they make their money. Oh, so if you really? come in and get sick, then you're just coming back. This is another doctor visit, yeah. man. Right? Yeah. Dude, we could go on a whole conspiracy about hospitals making people sick and doctors. <laughs> they still have, from when I was a kid, a jar full of those little sticks to like put your tongue down. Oh, yeah, the tongue you know depressors. I mean? like, it's still sitting there. I remember that when I was a child. He's never even used one. No, they don't, they, don't, they don't touch any of that stuff. It's just for looks. It's 30 years old. They dust the edge every once in a while. He just reuses it on the different kids. Anyway, that's my that's my whole pet peeve. It just it, for, That stuff's weird to me. I just I don't get it. A well door and a, a sick door and a well door. Like, what if I accidentally go in the wrong one? It'll mess me up. You know what I mean? Dude. I'll have to go out and go back through the other one. You're just going to be sick for ages. You go in that sick door and you didn't mean to. And plus, you're also telling people right when you walk in what you are. It's like automatically, <laughs> like, here's who I am. Dude, that was one of the things during COVID that ticked me off. Was like the separation between, uh, like, the unclean and the clean, if you will. Like, I get it be, from people being sick. Like, you want to be careful. You yeah. don't want to just pass that along. But it became, oh, no, you're exposed. Oh no, you're unclean. Stay away. Stay away, dude. Ten yeah. Days. It's like, dude. I don't know, man. A little separation. <laughs> Treat huh? people like they're animals. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit of that. A yeah, little bit. For sure. Dude. A little bit. You got a pet peeve you gotta share with us? Um no, dude, my life's perfect. Dude, that's I got nothing best. to complain oh about. Oh my gosh, Craig. I need that life. <laughs> I know. I'm such a complainer. Just wait till next week. <laughs> I, I, I'm complaining. About, I'm finding stuff to complain about. These doctors offices, dang it. <laughs> like an old person who just like whines about everything. Can't wait till I'm the old guy. I'm gonna get off my lawn. Yeah. And it's going to happen. I just rake those rocks. <laughs> it's going to happen to you. I know it will. I'm getting older and grumpier, man. Hey. Yeah. When's your birthday? April. In April. Yeah. All right, dude. Bring me a present. All right, cool. That'd be cool. Turning old, aren't you? Turning turning old, yeah. What's it called? Last year of your 30s, won't it? Yeah. What's it called? Over the hill? Over the hill? Middle-aged? What is it when you turn 40? Kicking the bucket. It's called something. <laughs> is that over the hill? I don't know. Is that the over the hill birthday? I thought it was. That's going to be the... We're 40. I'm turning 40. That's pretty old, man. I didn't know I was that old. And actually, I always thought 40 was old, and now I'm 40, and I'm like, oh, man. I mean, I feel old, but I don't look old. And so, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm trying to find out here. Over the hill. What's that mean? Over what hill it's are you going over? 40. Here? Or is it 50? 50 the hill? 
One of those, there's a hill. Old and past one's prime. Is 40 or 50 considered over the hill? If life is a hike up and over a hill, then when you reach the top, you are at the prime. And once you start walking over the hill and descending to the other side, you are over your prime and starting to ascend into old age. Oh, okay. Generally speaking, turning 40 years old meant you are now over the hill. Well, if we're going back to the prime thing. So you're like at your prime, dude. No, you're no, at the no. top. Next year, the year after next, dude, if you're going, going to damn. the prime, Craig, it was 32. Uh, 32? <laughs> after that, I started to feel everything. <laughs> So, I think I'm down the hill. I'm almost to the bottom. That's why you got to keep working out, man. Yeah, how's your workout going? Dude, I'm training for this Ironman in October. And some of these workouts are pretty tough. Do you have like, uh, uh, like you Google, hey, a workout thing for an Ironman? So, I pay a coach. Shout out to Adam Poltrock. Oh, Adam. Love that guy. Dude, he's cool, huh? You met him, huh? No, I don't. Oh, have God. I met him? Yeah, we went to his gym once. Oh, Remember yeah. when he used to make cool videos? I thought he left. I thought he moved out of the state or something. Yeah, he's doing remote programming for me. Oh, cool. Um, he's still in the state. He still lives here. Okay. But he, he has like his motorhome. He travels around a lot. That's right. He was doing something like that. And he goes and fights forest fires. Like, oh, if you cool. want to talk about a real American hot hero, Adam Poltrock is your real American hero. So he's hero. a hot shot, and then he also works... Works out, trains. Yeah, dude, he's got like so many degrees and certifications. He knows all about fitness. Dude's genius. Yeah, we did go to his gym. That was fun. So he's uh he's been programming for me, and he's been having me do thousand meter swims, like five by a thousand meter swims. That's like three miles of swimming, man. You can swim that far? Well, not well. <laughs> <laughs> But you can't swim that far. Do you have floaties on? No, no floaties, man. Do you have one of those kickboards, though? A little no. floating kickboard? Just me and my body. Me and the water. <laughs> and a Speedo. And a Speedo. No, I How don't do a Speedo. through the water. You wear the head but thing I have, and the Speedo. I've so. been wearing a head thing, and I've been wearing the tight shorts. Like booty shorts. The booty shorts. Not, not a full Do you shave all of your hair? Oh, I let the hair run wild, man. I just <laughs> leave it natural. Because that'll speed you up. So before your race, shave everything. Well, if that's the plan, right? Stay hairy, let the chest hair yeah, grow. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then the race day, you shave it. Shave it all. And it's like, whoa, I'm so fast. You're going to feel awesome. <laughs> Are you going to do that, please? I think so. Oh, you're going to feel awesome. I think so. That's the plan, That's got to feel good. Yeah. You're just going to... And then and then the bike. So triathlon, you're on the bike. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, those hairs stop that air as you're pedaling. And they're like, really? On a bike? You think oh, it yeah. makes that big and of a once difference? you shave them... It's going to aerodynamic. I need to take my bike into the bike shop and get tuned up. Yeah. I'm a little nervous because it's a... It's, how old is my bike? It's probably 15 years old. Just bring a bike, dude. I'll throw some WD-40 on the chain. Yeah, you can fix good. the derailleur. It's kind of sticking a little Just bit. Just WD-40 it. Yeah. Whatever's wrong, WD-40 fixes it. <laughs> Maybe a little thing of duct tape, wrap it around. <laughs> <laughs> Call it good. Man, you got me convinced. I'm bringing my bike by, yeah, Jerry. Man. <laughs> Fix bikes all the time growing up. WD-40 is all I ever used. For that rusty chain. So yeah, I'm excited. But some of these workouts are tough. Not not gonna lie to you. And I notice I am faster on the indoor bike than I am on my road bike. Like when you're actually on the road. And I wonder if it's because sometimes you do get stuck in traffic a little bit, mm -hmm. right? Which I do get concerned a little bit riding next to cars. But where else am I gonna ride? Um, and then sometimes. I wonder if it's like keeping the balance, if I'm not staying straight on the path, whereas when you have the stationary bike, you don't have to worry about any of that. 
maybe your tires aren't pumped up enough. Maybe, maybe that. Not, yeah. Maybe the chain's just rubbing just a little bit on that derailleur. It's slowing or me down. Or maybe the computer's fake. Or maybe it's not accurate, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been Sorry good. About that. Been like good. Put these with you underneath there. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is running. What about your running shoes? How are those doing? Dude, I'm a Saucony fan. Okay. Saucony running shoes. I have the Kimbara. Are those good? I like them, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they feel great. What color are Wonderful. they? Wonderful. They're kind of a grayish with some like orange tones to it. So, like so rub me through this triathlon. What's first? Uh, uh, water? What's first? So you do the swim first. Okay, swim's first. So you're in a swimsuit. You're already dressed up in your swimsuit mm -hmm. or your booty shorts. Yep. And your hair thing. So here's what a lot of people have told me. I'm just looking up so I get the distances right. Um, to just wear your biking shorts swimming. Okay. Okay. Now you have that little pad in your biking shorts, yeah, like, right? What do they call it? A chamois or something? I don't know what uh, they call it. I don't I call know it what it's something. Called. I call it a pad. <laughs> yeah, a little pad right under taint. That's it, dude. Uh, these tri I bought some triathlon shorts and they're a little bit thinner of a pad, which I think helps with the swimming, right? Yeah. Um, so you just wear those on your swim. Bull-legged. And then you just get right onto the bike. Okay. In those. So you're wet getting yep. on there. And then okay. you run with them too. Oh, okay. So you wear them the whole time. Yeah, just wear them the whole time. That way you don't have to change. That's what I was going to ask. Like, are we changing clothes at any point? Or are we I'm not. That? So I'm going to use this, this bike. Now, my uncle gave me these hand-down um, little arm sports right. that I screwed onto the handlebars so I can lean forward like that. So I do now, have those. Here's a question. Why do triathlons have that, yet um, regular road bikes don't? I don't know. Is it because, man, you just swam and you're exhausted? Just different you style, I guess. Forward. Some of those even have those cool helmets that like are aerodynamic. They have those helmets. So going back to these arm things, they also have shifters at the end. Do you yeah. have the shifters? No. Okay. I'm no, if I need a shift, I'm about to you crash. Gotta go I gotta let go. You don't have brake or anything up there? <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Kamikaze style, dude. Let's go! Yeah, but you're going to fit in because you have the little horns on the front. So it'll fit in with all the other bikes. Yeah, dude. What if you accidentally take someone else's specialized, fancy, whatever the best one is? Dude, that would be not. It good. doesn't even fit you. That would you not know, be every good. bike you fit to your bike doesn't even fit. Can't you. even reach the pedals yeah, of some funny. tall dude. <laughs> right. Every bike has its own fit, and, and actually, I'll go back to that because I cycled for a little bit. That is very serious. Putting that fit like that—that's how you get the most bang for your pedal. Um, having that exact fit. You know, I've been noticing my toes going numb a little bit when I ride the yeah, bike. Yeah, that's a problem. I should probably get it fitted. Yeah, huh? that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get it fitted. Okay, I, I need to go, go to the bike, bike store place. this week. They'll fit you. I think it's like, I don't know, a hundred bucks or something. They'll tweak it, seats. They move everything around. Okay. I got to go see a professional. But you got to, when is this race? It's October. Okay, yeah, because you, you got to get used to riding it the way you tweak it. Yeah, I'm sure. This is kind of exciting. Are you, are you cycling? So you're cycling outside. You're not just doing indoor in the gym. Yeah, I've done. I do indoor and outside. Uh, like yesterday, I did an hour outside. It's pretty good. Yeah, an hour is what, like thirteen miles or something. I got sixteen miles in. Sixteen, good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But see, it's fifty-six miles. So if I'm looking at sixteen so miles, that's almost like three hours on the bike. So the 
Yeah. The farthest I ever rode on a bike was a race. And it was, a, I think it was 27 miles or something like that. Maybe. That was the farthest I had ever ridden. Yeah. I didn't even practice for that. I'm not even like... Did you win? But there's a lot of races that are 100 mile races. Dude, yeah. 100 miles, nothing on a bike. Yeah. People are like, oh yeah, that's a Saturday. I might be wrong. Maybe it was only 20 miles. I can't remember. It wasn't that long. <laughs> but it was like the longest I ever ridden. <laughs> Okay, and then the run is what? Three, four, five Thir- miles? 13.1. 13 miles. Who can run 13 miles? Dude, I can run 13 miles. Who can swim a mile? Dude, I can swim a mile. So when I go out to the ocean... I'll finish it. I don't care. I'll finish it. I might be walking towards the end of the run, but I'm going to finish it. That's true. You could always walk if you're beat. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. I mean, the plan is not to. I've been training pretty hard. I should be able to get you're through not, it. Yeah, you'll, you will finish but, it. You're an Iron Man. Not yet. Well, you'll be a half of one. I'll so, be a yeah. half of one. <laughs> so that watch that I'm going to get you when you're done, the Iron Man watch, I'm going to cut it dude, right in half. I already got an Iron Man watch. Yeah. Look at this. Gonna... Timex. Official, dude. <laughs> 40 bucks at Walmart. That's a special. Cut it in half because you're, you're doing a half of <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> Rip off the bands. <laughs> Can't wear that on your wrist. You didn't finish the pool. Oh, man. I'm excited, though. It'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun for you. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, the whole training part is what's fun. You're going to be bummed when you finish the race. You're going to be like, well, now what? <laughs> you better just keep training. I got to figure out something else to train. Just keep going. We're doing a fun challenge this week of 100 push-ups a day. Oh, yeah. I jumped in on that one. Anyways, you made it through those push-ups? Made it through the push-ups. It was, That's um, all that matters, man. Like, I did 25 this morning. I'll have to do 75 later this afternoon. I'm not... Just get through the hundred. Just whenever they're yeah. done. Yeah. Dude, because because here's what happened. I got to the very end. I had six left, and I stopped, and I I was tired. You know what I mean? And six left. I was like I was like whatever. And and we were doing lately. We've been like putting on nighttime yoga for the kids because they love it. It's That's so awesome. Funny, dude. We put like some girl who has this yoga channel on YouTube and. And she does his nighttime yoga routines. That's and awesome. So we did that. And then, like, I put all the kids to bed. I was like, oh, crap, I still got six left. <laughs> so I had to do six more. But anyway. That's cool. Your kids are seeing that and doing that with you. The, the yoga? Well, yoga oh, the push-ups? and push-ups. Oh, man, they love it. Yeah. I said, hey, I got to do some push-ups. Dad, I'll come with you. And then all of a sudden, everyone's in there doing push-ups. See? That's setting your kids up for success right they there, They love man. push-ups. My kids love sit-ups. Oh, well, my other kids did sit-ups, too. Afterwards. Okay, so Preston's doing it with us, and he texted that he did... Did he say he did 200 push-ups yesterday? Or... Look at it, dude. I don't know. Did what he say that? What was he saying, man? That dude's a beast. <clears throat> I remember seeing a 200 somewhere. And I couldn't... I was like... So he says 200 and 100. Oh, done. when I saw that, I thought he was talking about a 200-meter swim. Is he doing that? He's been swimming more, but I think he goes farther than 200 meters. Oh, okay. To me, I saw that. I was like... 200 laps. He did 200. Yeah. 200 laps. <laughs> Either way, I don't know what it is. 200 push-ups. And 100 done. Yeah, I saw that text, and I thought... I was thinking it was had to do with a workout, something else. I was like, dang. That you would have known about, but... I'm going on uh, two days not eating out. Just eating oh, that's right. food You're in our house. that too. Is that yeah. going good? I feel like it's going good. I think I... Just not eating out alone helps me eat better, right? It's when I'm hungry and I just stop somewhere and grab some food that right. I usually eat crappiest. So this is funny about, let me, here's a funny story. You said, remember you sent this text, hey guys, 100 push-ups every day and I'm not eating out the whole week. Yeah, well Monday through Friday. And, and, Preston, and Preston says, 
I'll do the push-ups, I'll do sit-ups, but I'm not going to stop eating out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. I'll just do push-ups. <laughs> Anyways, so that Monday, I ate out breakfast and dinner. <laughs> nice. And I thought of you both times, and I'm like, crap. Double dose. Craig is not doing this, and I'm double it up. Well, two things. Saves money. Yeah, a lot. And um, typically a little bit better health choices. Although, like, my eating at home is not necessarily that I'm only eating healthy food. Like, I've had some popsicles, which were super delicious last night. <laughs> but you're eating at home. But I'm eating at home. Um, so that's that's the main thing right now. And and for the most part, like, the meals that I have are healthier. Yeah. My wife does a good job of cooking healthy food. Oh, good. Yeah. Prepping it and everything. Remember when we went on that kayak trip and it was there was only vegetables, I felt like, the whole trip? Yeah, the dude was like a vegetarian. Yeah, they were vegetarians, so there was no meat. Um, super weird but I will tell you that is the healthiest I've eaten I haven't eaten like that since like on that trip I actually felt good I think I think there's some interesting things about hiking or kayaking when you're out in the wilderness and you can only bring your food with you um, that forces you to just eat what you have and it feels better man now I would probably debate somebody that vegetarian is the healthiest way to go I think vegetables are probably pretty good for you for the most part but there's a lot of evidence that meat also has some significant benefits gotta have balance yeah balance and everything yeah yeah it's like it's like and i don't just eat sugar all the but time. i ain't no expert either man i am not a healthy eating expert <laughs> <laughs> oh man so let's go into uh different news going on in arizona okay when we were in high school i remember talking to you about starting up a water park. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember this. We had, I still think about it. We had big dreams. We're gonna like, so big surf. That's the original. And I pictured our water park. I would daydream about owning that water park, dude. It was gonna have sandy beach. Uh huh. It was gonna have fake waves, uh -huh. real waves that you could surf, and it was gonna have a surf shop and other other stores and stuff inside. I, that's how I pictured it all the time. Be super sweet, right? Yeah. Uh, that always sounded so, so fun. And part of it was, when we were in high school, being a surfer was, like, cool. Even though we're in the middle of the desert, I never learned how to surf. <laughs> I would love to. I should do that, man. should do that. Go You've never done that? I've, I've, like, gone a couple of times, but I've never gone enough to be like, yeah, I can surf. Right. Right? Right. Um, it's like horseback riding. You just go at people at, with, on horses. Yeah. And just I've been like three times in my life. I ride horses I'm a freaking cowboy. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. It's the same thing. I did the same thing. I've, I've paid people to take me out surfing. Yeah. And I'm not good at it. Yeah. I just stand up and go forward. <laughs> Super fun though. Straight. <laughs> so, so we had these big dreams. So, a couple of things in the news related to that. Big Surf, the original Arizona water park. Closed. It's gone, dude. That's what I heard. What are they doing with that? I don't know. They sold the land, apartments. sold off all the properties, probably turned into some apartments or something. <clears throat> that was cool. Big Surf was always a cool place. Big, yeah, old, but it was always cool. Yeah, they started that, you know, standing wave, not standing wave, but, you know, the indoor they, artificial wave park. So, so Big Surf, in the 80s, I believe, there was a movie filmed there um, with these guys surfing the waves. Yeah. Super sweet, right? Yeah, it's classic. Yeah, it's gone. Now, with that being said, there are plans to build this like ultimate 
destination surf city park in Arizona City, which is right by Maricopa City, which both of those names are very confusing because Arizona is the name of the state, Maricopa is the name of our county. Yeah, that is confusing. But it's, it's, so if you picture, why isn't Arizona City the capital? Because Phoenix is the capital. <laughs> I have no idea, man. <laughs> but if you picture, where is it, you might ask yourself, where is Arizona City? Where is Maricopa? It's about an hour south of Phoenix. In the middle of nowhere. Like, there is nothing there. Like, it is desert. Like, yeah, Maricopa's grown a little bit. They have a... There's an Indian reservation out there. They have kind of a, a casino and stuff going on. And it has grown quite a bit. And they've actually done pretty good stuff down in Maricopa City. But... Arizona you, City, south of Casa Grande. But Arizona City, there is nothing, wow. dude. There is nothing. Yeah. But they have plans for this sweet water park. Luxury hotel. If they actually go through with that. Now, here's the thing. Have you heard rumors of this before? Yeah, there's actually, they're, they're supposedly building one in Gilbert right now. Or Mesa. Right okay. Here. You so, know, on Power Road. I hope they do, man. I didn't know they were building one here. Supposedly, it's been uh, Power and, what's north of Ray? Power and Elliot? It's north of the freeway. Dude. Elliot's just north of Ray. Uh, I have to look exactly. Dude, if they did that, that'd be sweet. They build one up here. They build one down there. We need to get in on the Warner. water park game. Warner. Warner. Okay. Power and Warner. They're supposedly. I mean, you can go drive by there, and there, there, there was, there was a, a thing, a, you know, there was a fence up there at one time with, with you know, that cloth, and then they design on it, and they had like a surfing thing on there. And then the a monsoon came through and blew it down. Blew it down. I, I don't think they replaced it. Mm. But yeah, they were building. They were talking about building something there. But they always talk about it. They were going to do something in North Mesa. Remember that? Yeah. They were going to do the wave pool and they were going to do like a rapid thing with like a, a kayak. And I think in, in high school they that never happened. weren't they going to do one over by Mesa Riverview? Weren't they going to do one in that? This area? is what I was thinking of. I think was yeah. the Riverview one. So they've had plans for these. I remember seeing a drawing with a guy on a kayak, and I was like, what? We're going to kayak? Yeah. It's awesome. They need, they need to do it, man. I'd a love to see it. A kayak would be cool. Like, 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 you know, we talk about the standing waves, uh -huh. but if you could create, like, class three rapids. they do it for the Olympics. It would be just awesome. Yeah. And then, and then it'd be cool, because then, like, you get to the bottom, and you turn around, and then you, you have this little thing that goes, and pulls you back up to the top, and you don't have to get out of your kayak. That'd be sweet, That man. would be awesome. That would be sweet. I think it'd be busy, and packed, but it would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Reservation <laughs> only. <coughs> but it'd be fun. But no, yeah. Arizona's a perfect place it'd for It'd be cool if they did it. I've, I've heard they're talking about doing amusement parks down somewhere down there, too, before, like... Yeah. So there's always rumors, and it's I don't know if the investors end up pulling so out. So I wonder if water becomes an issue. You know how we've been in a drought for <laughs> our whole lives? <laughs> I wonder if that's this an is issue. Kind of I don't funny. know, man. It is kind of funny that we're like, let's do water parks in Arizona where we have droughts. <laughs> because we're in a drought. And according to the article I looked at this morning, okay. winners, losers in Colorado River water cuts for western states, okay? So people in Arizona and Nevada won't face bans on watering their lawns or washing their cars because we're not California. That's good. Yeah, but there is gonna be less water available from the river. 
So they're going to start cutting back on how much water we can take. So it's interesting um, that you're right. We have this, you know, everybody's got a swimming pool. Not everybody. A lot of people have swimming pools. Yeah. Yet there's this water shortage. Yet we don't act like there's a water shortage. Right. It's very interesting. Well, so the land that I bought, we are far enough away that we can't connect to city water. So we dug a well. Okay. Um, how deep is that? That well is about 500 feet deep, but we hit the water table at 350. Okay. So there's a lot of water underneath the desert. Yeah. A lot. We had the water tested. It's good quality, man. We can drink that stuff. Are you kidding? Yeah. It's been You're fil- kidding Filtered me. through all that dirt and everything. It's all good. that mud, dude. It's yeah. time. Is that amazing that... There's water down there. We can just start digging down. You're gonna hit water. Hit water. It's just amazing. You're in the middle of the desert. You can find water. Yeah. We should start a natural spring company. So sell Arizona natural spring water. Let's <laughs> some water bottles, dude. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know where that water table is supposed to be, but there's a lot of water underneath our land. Um. And I also wonder. This year we've had some crazy monsoons. We have, like Not a lot, which is good. I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, and I've heard that Colorado's gotten a lot of water and snowfall. So they're talking about this Colorado River water shortage, with all the rainfall and stuff. Doesn't it help with that? You think so? Like I think it's getting diverted somewhere else, and I don't know where. I feel mm. like because because as I read this article, it does get diverted. Like everybody takes a certain amount. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to find it real quick. So Colorado's like, hey, we're keeping this. Sorry, guys, you only get this much. Is that how that works? Yeah, because Nevada shares it, Arizona, um, and it even goes all the way down to Mexico. Mexico will get rid of roughly 95, 93% of its total supply. So everybody kind of gets some as it comes, the Colorado River comes down through here. We all just take a piece of it. And and the biggest thing is, I think what this water is, is, is farmers use it. You know what I mean? It's used to water crops and everything. And, um, uh, you know, that's kind of important. Crops yeah. are kind of important. I mean, that's how we... You need you need some food. Yeah. Of course, it's so funny because so much of our food is imported, which is amazing to me. It's like, why can't we just grow our own food here in the United States? But yeah. I guess there's different climates. I just feel like we have... There's a lot of different regulations. Too, the government starts getting involved. Yeah. Anyways, I know we import a lot of our food. I mean, you go to the grocery store and you grab a piece of fruit and it's going to say where it's from. It's not going to be, you know, Montana. Yeah, so not usually. It's kind of interesting. I know, you know, there's the farmer market in, in Mesa, which is supposed to be more local f- fruit. Um, and it's cheap. Is it? It's cheap. The Superstition one? You been there? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one is cheap. It's cheap. And that's supposed to be supposedly local food. That's why it's cheap. Um... But, and then um, sprouts. I like sprouts, fruits, and vegetables, too. I feel like they're better quality. You know, <laughs> where do they get theirs? I don't know. But we get a lot of our fruits and vegetables from Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they have the good good quality <laughs> fruits and vegetables, man. <clears throat> Their strawberries Sorry. are big and tasty, you know. Oh, my gosh. You know what fruit's really good, though, that's been expensive? Cherries. Cherries are so good. The ones with the seeds in them? Yeah. So good. They are expensive. But they've been pricey lately. Another, uh, so a vegetable that I like that's 
been real pricey the last couple of years is artichokes. Oh, you like artichokes? I love artichokes. Oh, gosh. I can't stand They're those. They're so good. You dip them in a little bit of butter. Okay. Oh, man. You don't like them? I don't like them. I've, I've, no, I can't get myself to like them. Yeah, how you have you had them? Huh? You ever prepared them good? You ever have them at a know. restaurant? I don't know. from people making them. Uh, not at a restaurant, just houses. Dip it in some butter and stuff? I don't know. Maybe you can make me a good artichoke. You know what? I'll give Probably it a shot. Not. If you make one, I'll try it. I'll taste it. <laughs> Probably not. You might train. I don't. It. I don't ever try and pretend like I can get people to like food. First of all, I'm not a chef. I hate cooking. I do. I don't like it, but I love eating. <laughs> but um, second of all, my wife hates fish, and so I have spent. And there's nothing I can do to get her to like it. So I've just given up. Like, there's no sense in me trying to get people to like food they don't like. If you don't like it, whatever. Yeah. Now my kids, I will. I'll spend energy on making them try stuff. Because you know, kids, fish. kids will say they don't like stuff without even trying it. But yeah, I was gonna say fish. It depends on the fish. There's fish that's good and fish that's not good. Oh, 100. percent That's true. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, depending on the fish, I'll eat it. I like. And it. depending on how it's prepared. Yeah. I'll have salmon one way. It's the nastiest thing I ever ate. I'll have salmon another way. I'm like, this is the best thing that's ever made. So it depending on how it's prepared too. Yeah. Really I nice. like seafood though. It's pretty good. Yeah. I don't do so sushi. I don't do sushi. No, not at all. I'll eat the sushi that's cooked. I cannot do the raw stuff, man. I tried. I just can't do it. Not Weird. Not you don't have that sophisticated palate. No, right? not sophisticated enough. No, my daughter, my little daughter, how old how old is she? Seven? She loves sushi. She will just get her those little sushi rolls at a Sam's Club, you know? Yeah. I'll be in line to get a hot dog. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they got the sushi right there. I just grab her one of those containers. Here's your sushi. I'm gonna eat a hot dog. Dollar fifty eight dollars for your sushi. That's right. <laughs> that's our lunch. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Uh, but no, she like people like sushi. Sushi's like supposed to be a cool thing too. They do. Here's the thing with Arizona though. We are not next to a big water source, so our seafood is not the freshest or the yeah. best. Yeah, sushi or otherwise. I still, I do like sushi, but. And you got these places, there's this place down here, I think on Val Vista, it's called uh, Rocky Point something, Mexican food. Okay. And it's almost like they try to show you, hey, we, we imported this fish up from Rocky Point, you know, hey, come taste some fresh. Some fresh fish. Rocky Point. Only three and a half hours away or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, and no, we aren't, that's, actually, that is, that's the closest we are to water. For sure. I never thought of that, but that's because I always think California. We're closest to California, but no, actually, you know, three and a half hours to, to Rocky Point. Yeah, getting that. What's it called? The Baja. What is that even called? A little uh, Baja California, the little peninsula that, that goes below called? California. Yeah. Anyway, that's our closest water, ocean water. So I guess that's where we're getting our seafood. Yeah, dude. I think it'd be fun to retire and just travel down, follow the water, go down it, go spear fishing, on your dirt bike. Sure. Dirt bike? Yeah, let's do it, man. I just hope the cartels wouldn't want to kill me. Yeah. Be like, dude, I'm a poor fisherman. I'm a bum. I'm homeless. My my uncle lives in Mexico. He uh, Really? So he Does he like it down there? So I don't know. I don't I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but he moved down there because um he retired mm -hmm. and you know, doesn't have a ton of money. 
and it's cheaper down there. And so he would Airbnb down there, and he was just he'd stay at a place for a month or two, and then move and place a month or two. And that's what he's been doing for the last little bit. He's somewhere down in Mexico. I don't know where, but like he's just bouncing around like a little bum. That is awesome. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Is he married? No. So it's uh, just him. He got married a lot of times, but right now he's single. Just him. Yeah, it's a little easier him. when it's just you. Yeah, just him, you know, yeah. kids are all grown, whatever. He can and you whatever. said he's retired, so he doesn't have to worry about work or whatever. Yeah, and I know he does some side work stuff. He was a he was an appraiser, so he does some stuff, but and he could do it from the internet where he is. So I know he's doing some of that, but but like you know what I mean? Like your cost of living down there is you can make it yeah. low. That's awesome. And that would be awesome, like you said. I love if you didn't have any family. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people like Europe and, and that type of thing for traveling. I've never been to Europe, so it's hard for me to speak to that. But I have been through, like, Mexico. I've gone down south to Argentina, Uruguay, um, that area. I love... So, Mexico's North America, but, like, the idea of traveling through Central and South America, I just love it, man. So many different cultures. Yeah. Um, so much history. History. That we just don't see. Different languages. Like you have Spanish and Portuguese and there's some of those uh, little countries that still speak English. Just to me, that area is so fascinating. Yeah. Covered up by the jungle. Like they have this ancient history that's just been covered up by Are the people jungle. people mean down there? Are they nice? I mean, depending on where you're at. Okay. Like I would be probably terrified to go to, where's that one where Hugo Chavez is? Venezuela. Like going somewhere there, I'd be afraid they'd throw me in jail or something. Yeah. Um, but going to a place like Panama, yeah, would be cool. Yeah, be super sweet. So hey, that's the future, man. Um, someday, someday, dude. You just have to outlive your wife. Well, I mean, so I, you can go do it. Ideally, it'd be fun to have her here with <laughs> oh, me. Oh, okay. Hopefully, we don't get too old. Dude, that's I the other thing. I was in the single, old, like, bearded, long-haired, nasty man just, like, living down there Dude, on his bike and running shoes. It would not be good for me to lose my wife. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think... You'd go homeless. <laughs> she just helps me live a better life. That's the easiest Well, yeah, and you would it. eat like crap, obviously. I would, probably, <laughs> I would probably just give up on life. It's <laughs> sad to say, man. She motivates me. She keeps me hungry to have success and do things. And uh, it's not all on her. I have a lot of that inside me as well. But But you have someone to push you. Yeah, someone to care about, someone to all that. The kids too. But the kids to a lesser extent. I don't know if that's bad, but I'm less motivated by my kids than I am my wife. Yeah. Although I was looking at my son the other day and I just thought, man... This is amazing. I got this little human next to me. And like sometimes you look at your kids and you feel so much love for them. Like that's a wild experience. Like you're like, man, this is not just about me, is it? It's pretty crazy, huh? It is crazy. It's kind of cool. I was doing that the other day because our youngest is, is four. He's almost five. And I was just, I sat by him and I'm like, this is the, this is the baby. This is it. Yeah. Like you're not a baby anymore too. You're like, you know, kid. And it's just sad. I was like kissing the top of his head. I was like, Goodness, like this is our last one. It's so crazy. It's crazy. I know, and they grow. And then they become turd head teenagers. <laughs> and it's just crazy to me. So Yeah, my oldest just got braces yesterday. 
and that's wild to see that she's out of How there. did she sleep? Did she do okay? She did all right. She woke up this morning pretty grumpy and... and in uh, pain? Yeah, she's like, oh, God, it hurts. Yeah. But, you know, a couple more days of that, she'll be all right. You got her some of that medical marijuana? No. No, we did not do that. Help <laughs> <laughs> the pain a little bit. No, I don't feel like that's appropriate for a nine-year-old, but... <laughs> you know... <laughs> Doctor said maybe some ibuprofen or something. <laughs> That's what he said? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, good. You're good parents then, taking care of her teeth. Yeah, right? <laughs> Every kid nowadays, I feel like braces is like a must. You know, I was asking my kids, I was like, hey, it's like most of your kids in your class have braces. He goes, probably half. Yeah. It's like a must anymore. It used to be whatever. I never got braces, you can tell. <laughs> um, but the last two kids in the family did get braces because finally my parents had enough money to... Yeah brace the bottom ones but so I had bad teeth like I had teeth just going all over the place so I had braces my mom uh, probably about five years ago says hey I got this box for you it's like oh cool what's your, this your retainer she, she hands me this box <coughs> full of all of the receipts <laughs> from my braces she's all you want to hold on to these <coughs> I was like mom why would I want to hold on to these oh my God. 20 year old receipts for my braces can i get a refund dude your mom is good at saying stuff or are you just trying to say look how much money i spent on you you know what that's good for her she is a she is a how can you keep something like that safe dude, i would have lost it my mom that's good is good at keeping stuff safe yeah yeah like if you have like hey mom i've got these birth certificates i don't have a safe at my house you know we're in the middle of moving we're building a house can you hang on to them She'll keep them, right? She'll keep them. <laughs> I would lose them. Yeah. If I tried to keep well, them. Well, don't don't get me wrong. Things get lost. Like my dad's uh, funny saying over at their house is, "I put it in a really safe sp space. I just can't remember where it's at." <laughs> so it is somewhere. Yeah. You'll find it eventually. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yep. That's awesome, man. That is cool. Did you keep it? No, I threw them away. Oh. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of just keeping you stuff don't you don't need. Stuff? No. Yeah. Well, I was at the grocery store the other day, and the lady, you know, I'm keeping track of certain receipts, depending on what it's for. And, you know, this had to do with the feed, the chicken feed. And I said, she goes, hey, you want your receipt? My automatically is no. Yeah. And so she crumpled it just that fast. I was like, oh, crap. Yes, let me take a picture of it. And so that's what I'll do. She ripped it back out of the trash and opened it up for me and just took a picture of it. Because there's certain receipts where it's like, yeah, I do need a copy of that for whatever, you know, tax reason. Yeah, but, yeah, there's... Definitely, I take pictures of But I don't think you can do anything with those taxes with your braces, especially here. 30, Not that, that far you know, into it. 25 years ago or whenever it was. Yep. I don't think I'll do much good. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Well, Craig, it's been a great meeting. Yeah. I know, I know we talked about a lot of stuff, but... So that's it, guys. Come join us next week.